0: Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the slip opinion syllabus from the Supreme Court of the United States case in Wilson v. Sellers. Certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit. Argued October 30th, 2017. Decided April 17th, 2018. Uh, As a prelude, I will say that... uh, when the court uses the words look through, they don't mean like look through the papers of, they mean look through or look past like a window, I guess, um, just to make it clear. They, they use quotation marks around the words look through several times in here. So petitioner Marion Wilson was convicted of murder and sentenced to death. He sought habeas relief in Georgia Superior Court, claiming that his counsel's ineffectiveness during sentencing violated the Sixth Amendment. The court denied the petition, in relevant part because it concluded that the counsel's performance was not deficient and had not prejudiced Wilson. The Georgia Supreme Court summarily denied his application for Certificate of Probable Cause to Appeal. Wilson subsequently filed a federal habeas petition, raising the same ineffective assistance of counsel claim. The district court assumed that his counsel was deficient, but deferred to the state's habeas court's conclusion that any deficiencies did not prejudice Wilson. The 11th Circuit affirmed. First, however, the panel concluded that the district court was wrong to look through the state Supreme Court's unexplained decision and assume that it rested on the grounds given in the state's habeas court opinion. Rather than ask what arguments could have supported the state Supreme court's summary decision, the en banc court agreed with the panel's methodology. Reversed and remanded, the court held, a federal habeas court reviewing an unexplained state court decision on the merits should look through that decision to the last related state court decision that provides a relevant rationale and presume that the unexplained decision adopted the same reasoning the state may rebut the presumption by showing that the unexplained decision most likely replied on different, relied on different grounds than the reasoned decision below. In Yulst v. Nunnemaker, the court held that where there has been one reasoned state judgment rejecting a federal claim, later unexplained orders upholding that judgment or rejecting the same claim are presumed to rest upon the same ground. In Yulst, where the last reasoned opinion on the claim explicitly imposed a procedural default, the court presumed that a later decision rejecting the claim did not silently disregard that bar and consider the merits. Since Yulst, every circuit court to have considered the matter, but the 11th Circuit has applied the look-through presumption, even where the state courts did not apply a procedural bar to review. And most circuits applied the presumption prior to Yilst. The presumption is often realistic for state higher courts often issue summary decisions when they have examined the lower court's reasoning and found nothing significant which they disagree. The presumption also is often more efficiently applied than a contrary approach that would require federal court to imagine what might have been the state court's supportive reasoning. The state argues that Harrington v. Richter controls here and that Yulst should apply at most where the federal habeas court is trying to determine whether a state court decision without opinion rested on a state procedural ground or whether the state court reached the merits of a federal issue. Richter, however, did not directly concern the issue in this case. That is, whether to look through the silent state higher court opinion to the lower court's reasoned opinion. In order to determine the reasons for the higher court's decision in Richter, there was no lower court opinion to look to, and Richter does not say that Yel's reasoning does not apply in the context of an unexplained decision on the merits. Indeed, this court has looked through to lower court decisions in cases involving the merits. See Primo v. Moore. The state's further arguments are unconvincing. It points out that the look-through presumption may not accurately identify the grounds for a higher court's decision, but the look-through presumption is not an absolute rule. Additional evidence that might not be sufficient to rebut the presumption in a case like Yelst, where the lower court rested on a state law procedural ground, would allow a federal court to conclude that counsel has rebutted the presumption in a case decided on the merits. For instance, a federal court may conclude that the presumption is rebutted where counsel identifies convincing alternative arguments for affirmance that were made to the state's highest court, or equivalent evidence such as an alternative ground that is obvious in the state court record. The state also argues that this court does not necessarily presume that Federal Court of Appeals' silent opinion adopts the reasoning of the court below, but that is a different context. Were there to be a look-through approach as a general matter in that context, judges and lawyers might read these decisions as creating, through silence, binding circuit precedent. Here, a federal court looks through the silent decision for a specific and narrow purpose to identify the grounds for the higher court's decision as the Anti-Terrorism and Effective Death Penalty Act requires. Nor does the look-through approach show disrespect for the states. Rather, it seeks to replicate the grounds for the higher state court's decision. Finally, the look-through approach is unlikely to lead state courts to write full opinions where they would have preferred to decide summarily, at least not to any significant degree. Reversed and Remanded Justice Breyer delivered the opinion of the court, in which Chief Justice Roberts and Justices Kennedy Ginsburg, Sotomayor, and Kagan joined. Justice Gorsuch filed a dissenting opinion, in which Justices Thomas and Alito joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find more or join a discussion group, please find us on Facebook, same name as the podcast, and join the Associated Discussion Group. Thank you.